Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is the Becca Sweet Show, coming to you from New York City. What I'm going to be discussing today on my podcast is the lovely and talented Selena. Selena Cantania. You know, I mean, I get into these thoughts when I think of Selena and what could have been. Selena came a long way. At just the age of 23, she was gunned down and murdered by her fan club president, a former registered nurse named Yolanda, I believe, Saldava. But we're just going to say murderer Yolanda. There is so much to say about Selena. Um, Selena, when I think of her, I think of springtime. And it is uh, springtime just about here in uh, New York City and, you know, around. And uh, it's, I mean, Selena, mm, she was gunned down on March 31st, 1995, and she was born April 16th, 1971, in Lake Jackson, Texas. You think about it. Spring, right? Selena, before I get into her story of how it uh, all began and how it ended, but let me tell you something. It has not ended. The ending has not ended. Selena legacy will live on forever. She is a icon, okay? She was a Tejano American music artist, singer, okay? Selena was not fake at all. She was a real human being. I mean, this woman was unbelievable when it came to being herself and being confident and um, opening up uh, in communication. I'm talking about her career, her goals. She was, I could, I could imagine her being a friend of mine um, and anyone out there, as a matter of fact. Someone that you could confide in and trust. Someone that I really don't think would have backstabbed you or talked behind your back. Okay? She was a real artist as you could imagine or get. Now, they say if Selena was still living to this day, her career at the time of her passing, it was on the rise. And it was already rising. Uh, she was working on her English um, album, her first English album, and she was murdered, taken out by a coward woman, jealous woman. And before I get into the story, uh, I, I gave you um, the year uh, that she was born on this earth and died leaving this earth. And her parents were Abraham and Marcella Cantania. Um, and she had a sister, uh, Suzette, and her brother, A.B. And Suzette played the drums and A.B. played the bass. And was just such a great family. And she married uh, Chris Perez, her husband, and I believe they married in 1992 and till her death in 95. I believe that uh, if Chris Perez, if and, you know, Selena were, um, if Selena's still alive, I believe that they would have had beautiful children. I, I could see at least three or four. Um, I was seeing Selena in different documentaries and she was saying how the way she wanted to have uh, three or four kids with Chris, or at least two. And I believe she would have been a wonderful mother. And they also say that if Selena, if that would have not happened to her, 
um, she would have been even bigger than Gloria Estefan or Madonna. And I believe that because Selena, although she was an American um, Tejano singer, she was also a fashion designer and I loved her clothes. And there were people like, I remember looking at all of these documentaries um, because when Selena passed, I was a kid. And I remember seeing it on television. And I remember seeing her father on CNN and he was talking and he was just saying how the way when they called him and they said, Selena's hurt, you need to get to the hospital. He was thinking that maybe she fell because, you know, she used to do a lot of dancing rehearsal. But he said that she was on her way to the studio and he knew that she was home or thought she was home. So let's go back to when it all began. Uh... Selena, I believe she started singing or noticed her talent, at, her father did, at the age she was at six and a half. Uh, and at eight years old, she says she recorded some of her first um, songs. And they would, the family did not grow up poor. They, her father actually had a really good job. And I believe her mother was um, a stay-at-home mom. And, uh, like, when I was little, my mom stayed at home, and she took care of me and my siblings. So I believe Selena's mother, Marcella, was a stay-at-home mom. I don't think she worked. But um, later, they opened up a restaurant, um, and... Um, Selena, her brother and sister, they formed a band and don't give me, don't now I'm trying to say the name right. If I slay it, forgive me. All you Selena fans listening. <laughs> okay. I believe it's Selena Enodinos or Edinos. Um, that's the name um, of the band. And uh, as Selena have said in documentaries, in 1981, the economy went down, and then her family, if you watch the movie Selena starring um, Jennifer Lopez, that skyrocketed Jennifer Lopez's career until this day, she's known for being Selena. And let me just say this, not skipping around here, but Jennifer Lopez did an amazing performance in that film. I mean, she looked like Selena, danced like Selena, I mean, to the T. And I remember looking at that in school, and um, it was just amazing um, when I saw it on uh, film. Yeah, so going back to uh, Selena growing up, um, her family, they ended up moving in with her father's family and as you, you can watch the movie Selena and if you're a fan you already know how it happened if you saw the movie you already know um and um you know they struggled really hard and you know the way they made their living um her parents did have a restaurant but like I said you know with the economy it fell through and so, but they had hard times, and but what they did have was love. And like Selena said, we performed, we practiced um, every day. We was practicing, and um, AB his songwriting got you know was getting really good. And then they started, people started noticing them because Selena she started making her costumes and. People were like, wow. And she was also beautiful, beautiful girl. And people were like, who is this amazing talent? And I remember when I first uh, saw her, I remember her spinning around on the stage. And I was like, wow, she is amazing. Like, I want to sing. Like, Mariah Carey, yes, the biggest thing. But Selena, I want to do those dance moves and I want to sing. And so, um, yeah, it, it was amazing. And they got their record deal. And I mean, because Abraham, their father, he worked hard and he was their manager. 
And he said they worked hard. And people can see that. And there were labels coming to them. Um, I I also watched the Netflix series um, where there's another story of Selena. And um, it's really good. And the actress, uh, I would tell you, she played on The Walking Dead. And she's really good at playing Selena. Um, She does an amazing job. You can look it up. It's um, on Netflix. So you can Google it. But it's really good. Um... So, when they got their record deal, at um, they were on like cloud nine. They were like so happy. Um, they they finally got their record deal, and it was a label that they wanted. And they the label was like, okay, you're like the first Tejano music. And at that time, I remember looking in a Selena story that. Uh, they said Tejano singers are mostly men. There is really no talented um, stars in the Tejano music. And uh, I was just like, hmm, well, I know Selena's going to change that by watching this movie. <laughs> oh, forgive me, my Southern accent. That's me. I'm a Southern girl. Me, Becca Sweet. So going back to Selena, um... So they got their record deal, and people started noticing. And um, I would name, like, some of her songs. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of you out there that are listening to my podcast or out in the world know who Selena is. Um, her Some of her songs, Bitty Bitty Bum Bum, Dreaming of You. Um, uh, she has a lot. Uh, I love I'm getting used to you. And um, I could fall in love with you. And I love Captive Heart. Um, I really can say the other songs in Spanish. <laughs> uh, but if you... Any song that I hear of Selena, I love. Selena had a great voice. And she had her own style when she sang. And she was just amazing. And I looked at a lot of her performances. And I can honestly say, even uh, here in my bedroom, I have a lot of her CDs. Like, almost every CD, just about. I just can't sing Spanish. (laughs) But one of my favorite songs is, Dreaming of you tonight till tomorrow I'll be holding you tight and there's nowhere in the world I'd rather be than here in my room dreaming about you and me I love dreaming of you. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Love it or not. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, so, how it happened, uh, Selena was skyrocketing. Her career was going up the ladder. And she had fans. Like, I mean, groups were growing. Thousands was growing. And... There was this uh, registered nurse, and Yolanda, as I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, and she was a fan also of Selena's. She was. She was a fan. And a lot of people, you know, I just said Selena's, okay? All right, all right, okay? Because I like that. I like when they say Selena's, okay? I love it. I love it. I love it. Because it's like she's part of us. You know what I mean? It's like Selena, but it's like Selena's. Okay? All right? All right. I said it. Okay? So if you hear me a couple of times saying Selena's, hey, hey, I love it. <laughs> All right? Um, so Selena, uh, Yolanda was her one of her fans. Okay? I'm not going to say biggest fan because she murdered her. Okay? Put her in the ground. Um, so Yolanda, she was, uh, she sings Selena and a lot of times, I think they said Yolanda mentioned that she went to Selena concerts probably more than four times and she was able to get in touch with Abraham, Selena's father. 
And she asked Abraham, she kept asking him and, you know, kept saying, I want to start a fan club. Can you give me that opportunity? Can you just let me start a fan club? I can have Selena out there. I can have her fan base grow. And and so finally, Abraham said, you know what? She doesn't have a fan club. Why not? Okay. So how it happened, um, Selena started her fan club. I mean, Yolanda started Selena's fan club. And they said from T-shirts to mugs to, um, you know, concert tickets, different things. And they said that they were, in the beginning, they were really impressed with Yolanda because Selena numbers were, like, really, really growing. And, you know, Selena, they were like, wow, this is amazing. Like, Yolanda is really doing her job. But also, too, Yolanda got really close to Selena. And I believe in a way, Yolanda felt like, okay, I finally belong. Because if you look at Yolanda, I am not trying to be rude or be vicious about it. But Yolanda is not a beauty queen, okay? I mean, and she's in prison. Let me just throw this out here now for the rest of her life, okay? But they said she up for parole in 2025. Well, who knows? Well, good luck with that. But I don't think Selena family is going to even let her out. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I wouldn't even let her out what she did to Selena. And I don't really feel that she feels remorseful about it. I really feel in my heart that she doesn't really care because it has it has been known that Yolanda said I did not kill Selena. Like she's in denial. Honestly. Google some of it, like documentaries, Google it, the the sentence that I just said, the wording, and you will see. She said, oh, I didn't, I didn't shoot Selena. Well, who else shot her? Who else? There were witnesses, okay, cameras, your truck, you were there. Like, who else shot Selena? You did, Yolanda. Hello? No one else did. You did. So, um, going back to... Uh, the story about the fan club. So it grew. It was success. And um, Selena had people in her circle. I would say from her musicians, from her father, even her attorney. And she had a um, really good uh, friend, clothing designer, that I um, love to um, hear about you know, him and Selena friendship and his name was his name is because he's still alive, Martin Gormez. And Martin Gormez said, I try to tell her over and over again. He's like because his assistant went to uh Yolanda's apartment um to discuss a couple of things about the coming up tour and he said when his assistant told him that Yolanda had pictures all over her wall of Selena and he said it was like shocking to him because he said not only people in Yolanda I mean um sorry Selena's circle but her business and her boutique because she had a boutique um, you know, uh, they were saying that, um, they believe that Yolanda is obsessed with Selena, like literally obsessed. And they're afraid that Yolanda is just may do something to her because people can feel, cause, uh, Martin said, uh, he said, I, I went to, um, the dentist and they said, your insurance lapse. And he said, I went to Yolanda and said, Yolanda, my insurance was not paid because, you know, they were all underneath uh, Selena and they were getting um, health um, care benefits and benefits and, you know, different things. And they say Selena, um, you know, uh, she give gifts and, you know, she took care of her people and they took care of her. And she really put her trust in Yolanda. And also, too, what really made me upset, it's also in the Selena movie, but, um, Selena thought that Yolanda brought her this egg ring. And it was Yolanda went to everybody and said, Oh, we're going to give Selena this gift and um, we're going to give it to her and da da da. And it comes, Yolanda goes to Selena and she says, Oh, this is a gift for me. Not from your staff, your musicians, or whoever else it was that shipped in to get the ring. Um, but she goes, Oh, this is for me. And Selena thought 
that Yolanda paid for this gorgeous ring, okay? Um, God knows how much it cost, but uh, it was beautiful. And Selena died with that ring on. But they said that um, she was uh, it was clutched in her hand. And you could see it at the end of the movie, Selena. Uh, Selena had it like a fist in her hand. And um, at the end of the movie of Selena starring Jennifer Lopez, um, Selena's hands open up because she's dead. You know, she took her last breath, which is really sad. And the ring falls to the ground that Yolanda gave her. So, um, and then another thing, uh, they said that the money was missing and that's how they caught her. And um, I think Yolanda stole over $30,000 and Abraham said, we were not going to fire. I mean, we were were not going to prosecute her. He said, yes, we fired her. But we said, if you can show us the proof that you didn't steal this money because he said it was tax season and, you know, there, there were things missing and money missing and that's how it came up. Now, you know, you have to be a really stupid person to really think that, you know, no one's going to find out that you're stealing money. I mean, okay, $500, $300, $200, but you don't steal, number one, okay? My parents taught me what's yours is not yours. If you want it, you ask. If they say no, no, then you find out a way, how can I get that as well? I mean, she was already getting paid well, from what I understand. Um, she was working and with a family and working with one of the biggest artists that was up and coming, okay? Um, and, you know, you had to, like, seriously steal from these lovely people that are you know, have employed you and taken care of you. And I'm pretty sure anything she wanted, Selena would have been like, okay. If she would have said to Selena, um, you know, Selena, because Selena said, oh, my friend, this is Yolanda, my friend, and my fan club president, because she was the president of Selena's fan club. And, you know, she could have went to Selena and said, Selena, um, you know, I want a new car. Or Selena, um, let's go shopping at the mall because I need a new wardrobe. Selena been like, okay, Yolanda, I'm pretty sure of it. Like now, if she would have just been too greedy and asked it all the time, I'm pretty sure maybe Selena's father, because he knew everything that Selena was doing, he would have stepped in and he would have said, no, 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 no. That's enough. You gave her enough. That's enough. She already getting paid. She's already on the books. No, 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 no. So, um, I mean, yeah, and the thing is that Abraham said we were not going to prosecute her, you know, because they said, okay, $30,000. I mean, Selena was making a lot of money, and Abraham was able to buy his wife and him a home and A.B. a home and Selena a home. And they had, and it was so cute because until this, and until this day, the three houses are still next door to each other, and it was paid in full. So Selena had a nice place to live, although she was going up the ladder, and she was going to make millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. I mean, can you, could you imagine, if she wouldn't have died? I I think about that. When I think of her, I think of that all the time. Like, what could have been if she would have not perished? And, you know, from this stupid woman that murdered her, Yolanda. Now, getting down to it, and this is, like, really interesting. So, Selena calls um, Yolanda and says, Yolanda, we have a problem, Okay. Um, there is some money missing and documents and, you know, and Yolanda like, yeah, everybody's telling you, you know, um, this and that, but Selena, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Selena said, okay, Yolanda, then I need you to come and I need you to meet me. Now, what happened was, uh, like her husband, uh, widowed Chris Perez. And by the way, let me just say this before I get into the story. Um, Selena whole family is doing wonderful. Um, I mean, 
you know, Suzette and her brother A.B., her mom and dad, thank God they're still alive and everybody's still alive. Chris Perez, um, her uh, widowed uh, uh, husband, if you want to say husband, um, because uh, but I, I don't know. I think he got remarried. I'm not sure, um, but you can look it up. Um, but I know he has a daughter, beautiful daughter, and God bless him and his family um, and the whole Selena family. Selena's. <laughs> um, yeah, they're all doing very well. AB has a label, Abraham. Um, they all started, you know, another business. They uh, manage artists. And I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to move to Texas and I want the Contadilla family to manage me. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, you're not Mexican, but uh, hey, hey, I give it a try. <laughs> And I'm going to sing all the Selena songs, and they're going to love me. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I can't sing Spanish. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, maybe they'll teach me Spanish. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was it was a great little fantasy I had when I was little. Oh, God, I love Selena. Still do to this day. Um, so uh, going back to how it happened, um, Selena being slain. I'm going to say slain. She was murdered, though. Um, so before, right before she was murdered, you know, she had a concert and that was her last concert and it was amazing. It's also in the Selena movie and it's also in the Netflix movie. And let me just say this. I am so glad that Selena family has really taken control over the rights of her music and her movie because sometimes people make movies and honestly it's just not right like you want to watch the movie because it's about the person you know that singer or actor or artist or whoever it is that you're missing because they passed away you want to watch it you know but you in the movie you're like okay I'll give you an example it's like Aaliyah God rest her soul she's another um topic I'm talking about on my podcast but Aaliyah movie that came out on Lifetime, I believe, God, it had to be maybe 2010 or 11. Okay, you can look it up. But um, it was horrible. And a lot of people, I remember I was watching football. I was going back and forth that night because Super Bowl was close, I believe. And, it, you know, it, it, it wasn't yet what teams were going, but they were playing against each other. And I remember I was going back and forth, 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 back and forth. And I'm like, this movie sucks. It really does. And I called one of my sisters. I'm like, are you watching it? And she's like, yeah. Then I called another one of my friends. I'm like, are you watching this movie? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, we love Aaliyah. And we wish Aaliyah didn't die. She didn't perish. But this movie sucks. I mean, and, and the character that played Aaliyah, no shade, but not talking about color here. But Aaliyah was almost like my skin tone. She was like brown in between brown and dark. She was not light, light skin. Um, and they had, I believe Zendaya played her. I'm not sure because I'm going to go back and I'm going to like like YouTube it or Google it. But the character, I would say this, the character that plays, uh, um, sorry, Aaliyah, Selena, like, come back, come back. <laughs> Um, the character that played Aaliyah was too light. And I'm like, first of all, that was kind of up. Now, you also had, not trying to go off the subject of Selena, but you also had the movie TLC. Now, that was off the hook. Okay, that was really, really good. Because all the characters, they you know, they look like them. They sing like them. They talk like them. They act like them. The whole movie down to the T. Even the person that played Babyface, L.A. Reed, Pebbles, you name it. They all look alike. Okay? They look just like the people. Um, and God rest Lisa Lopes. Um, so, Lopez. Um, so, yeah, but going back to Selena. So, what happened was um, Chris and Selena went over to Yolanda's hotel room. And it was room 153, I believe. Um, that's the room that Selena was murdered in. So, um, they go over to the um, hotel. 
and Selena, you know, Yolanda gives her this folder full of papers. And so Selena gets into the car and she looks at Chris and she goes, there's documents here missing. This, these are not the correct documents. So Chris was like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll deal with it later. Um, let's go. We're going to come back. You know, we're going to deal with it. Now, I don't know if it was the following day, but Yolanda called Selena. Selena was asleep because Chris said, you know, they were asleep. And he, he didn't know that. He thought Selena was still at the house. And apparently she left. So Yolanda called Selena and she said, I've been raped. Um, I've been attacked. And I think Yolanda went to Mexico. I, I don't know if if this was a, a couple of days later, a month later, weeks later. I, I don't know. But Yolanda said, I've been attacked. And so Selena said, okay, I'll be right there. Um, she takes Selena, I mean, sorry, Selena takes Yolanda to the hospital. And... Um, they they kind of the nurses and doctors uh I saw in the documentary they said that they kind of looked and they looked at Selena and one of the nurses um that is a ER nurse she said I looked at Yolanda clothes and we took pictures of the clothes and she said it it did not look like uh someone clothing was ripped off of them um and she said she was attacked and she said it it looked like wounds wounds someone would do to themselves afflict themselves um she said it did not look like she Yolanda said oh I was attacked by these men and they kidnapped me and they put me in this van and she telling Selena all of these stories and Selena like oh my god oh my god you know Yolanda oh my god Yolanda I can just imagine her now and by the way remember Selena was 23 years old at this time so I remember being 19 I think I remember being 24 because I love the age of 19 and I love the age of 24 um, and when you're at that age, I remember not getting into me, but I remember people used to tell me, you're so gullible. And I'd be like, stop saying that. Stop saying that. Now they don't say that no more. Now they say, because I'm older, oh, you're smart. You know, thank you for the advice. Or you, you know, you know what you're talking about. Or you learn a lot. Um, so, so this is, Selena said, uh, to one of the nurses, um, do you believe her? And the nurse said, believe what? She said, well, do you believe what Yolanda is saying? She says, well, I can't really tell you that. Um, But she said, I told her, you know, just watch yourself and take care of yourself. Because, I mean, they knew who she was. Um, I don't think they knew about Yolanda stealing from um, Selena's family, but they or, or Selena herself but you know at fan club um but they they knew that okay this woman saying that she was attacked and also too I really believe that Yolanda um did what she did just try to get back in Selena's good graces um to make Selena feel bad for her uh to make Selena say oh Yolanda I'm so sorry you know you was attacked or you was raped or because because I think she said oh I was raped and the doctors and nurses were like no they did a rape kit and they're like no she was not now I'm not trying to be rude here but who wants to rape her sorry but I mean, oh, let me just say it nicer. Who wants to attack her? You know what I mean? Um, but not trying to be cruel to Yolanda about it. But it's like, okay. All right. You know what I mean? So, sorry, I have to pause. <laughs> I'm just... I'm sorry. I I I try to tell the truth, uh, speak the truth, and I'm just like, really, look at you, Yolanda. I mean, <laughs> mm, okay. Um, when I okay, I'm not gonna get into it. I'm just gonna like keep quiet. I'm gonna say when I was a kid, I thought, you know, I was like it, it, looking at her, you know. But anyways, um, yeah. Uh, so I could see why she would she would be jealous of Selena and. You know, because Selena was this uh, beautiful, sexy, attractive woman, okay? And look at Yolanda. So, yeah, she probably, like, because um, I'm going to get into the story of 
that. But um, so Selena Yolanda leaves the hospital and Selena goes back to um the hotel that Yolanda is staying at. And by the way, this is um in Corpus Christi. And this was Selena, as I mentioned early in the podcast, and a lot of you know that our Selena fans have heard of the story, well, she would die at. Um, so they argue, and um, there was a witness, uh, she was a maid, and it was at the Days Inn Hotel in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, and I believe it was room 53, as I mentioned early in the podcast, and now that room has been changed to a different number. But you can go to YouTube and Google it, and it comes up. They they change it to another number. I, honestly, I didn't get that number. I don't know what that number is. But people said that um, if you go to the front desk, uh, that room gets rented out a lot because that's the room that Selena um died in. You know, she was shot. And um, a lot of people request that room, and they book that room. And then sometimes um, they say when you call, they'll say, oh, it'll be available on such and such date. It is um, booked up until this date, from today until this date, where you can get the room. And they say if you put their credit card through, and actually they stay in the room. I don't know if I'm comfortable with staying in a room like that, but a lot of people, they do. Um, maybe they feel closer to the artist. Like I saw another video on YouTube where this guy, he checked into the room with Kurt Cobain. Not trying to um, get off the subject. Uh, that's another topic in my podcast. Um, but yeah, um, because I used to know Courtney Love. But anyways, getting on a, getting off the topic. Um, but yeah, he said it was the guy said, "Oh, I just love. I just want to be close to Kurt Cobain. So I'm checking myself in." And he said, this is where Kurt Cobain sat. And they said that you could see the cigarette, um, uh, what what is it, Mark, that went through the sofa. Because he had the butt and he, you know, and they left it there. And I don't know if they charged his card, but they left it there. And it was a nice hotel room. And they say he used to go there to get away from everything and write songs and just mellow out and do a little bit of his drugs. And just, and that's where Courtney and everybody can find him. Um, but they didn't bother him. They just like let him, and because they know he was gonna come back. Um, yeah, but a lot of people like to go and they like to check themselves into. Oh, I don't know if I want to do that. But um, but I mean, it's just so going back to the story. Um, so they're in the hotel room, and people say they hear screaming. Uh, you know. Yolanda and Selena going back and forth, and Selena saying, how could you do this to me? You know, how could you? I trusted you. I mean, it's in the movie Selena. I mean, this is things that witnesses said they heard. And Yolanda was telling her, I'm I'm going to kill myself. You know, I'm going to. And, and, and basically, um, it, uh, the witness said that um, there was a silence, and then she heard a gun go off. Um, now... What I've seen in documentaries, um, they didn't show it in the movie. And I mean, when I was little, I said, oh, God, you got to show the scene. But they didn't show it. Um, Before I get into the death of Selena, um, how it happened and went down, um, they said that uh, that was cut out of the movie Selena. Um, One time, uh, one of her coordinators for a show and stage manager, they said this did happen. They said um, when Selena was rehearsing, she fell. Okay, and she fell on stage. And when she fell down, Yolanda was standing right in front of her. And they said Selena looked up, and Yolanda looked at her and didn't even help her up. And they said that right there should have been the exit door for Selena friendship with Yolanda. I don't know at that time if she had the ring already or um, if she did not. But right there, whether, whether she had the ring or not, that should have been the exit. Like right there. <laughs> right there should have been the exit for her to say, you know what? Oh, so excuse me out there, everyone. But I got to say it because this is how I would have said it if I was Selena. Okay, I would have been like, oh, bitch, you're not going to help me get up. So you see me fall, right? I'm on the floor here. Okay, 
You're not going to help me get up? You just going to walk away? Okay, you know what? You're fired. You're fired. Bye-bye. You're fired. That's what I would... Oh, my God. I would have said it just like that. And she would have been looking at me like, Oh, I'm so sorry, Selena. I'm so sorry, Selena. I'm so sorry. I'd have been like, No, 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 no. Because that let me know how you feel about me. That let me know how you feel about me. You don't care about me. You see me fall here on the floor and you don't even help me up. Screw you, bitch. And I would just got right up and I would have brushed myself off. And I went on and did my rehearsal. She didn't see the sign. I mean, the signs with an S, she didn't see it. She didn't see. And it's, it's everybody else for warning her. They're like, this woman, and, and it's like Martin Gorman said, I saw him in a documentary. He was talking and he said, um, I, I try to tell her that she's going to hurt you. And he says, Selena must have thought, because she was only 23 and so young, and she must have thought I meant, oh, hurt your reputation. And he goes, uh, no, not hurt your career, your rep. What I'm talking about is hurt you, kill you. But he said, I didn't say that to Selena. And he said, kid you not. Uh, I think he said it was like a week later she was dead. And he said it really, for the longest time, it tore him apart. It ripped him apart. Because he said, I could see it coming like a freight train. I can, I can see because he said the way this woman treated her staff, he said, including me. He said she treated us like crap. And the only person she was concerned about was Selena. He said she didn't care. And he said the way she talked to me. And he said even before her death, he said, I told Selena, I can't do this no more. Because he said, I was literally going to take Yolanda's head off. I literally, he said, you don't know the times that me and Yolanda got into it. And he said, I told her about herself. And you know what? Let me tell you some snap of a finger. I love Mark, Martin Gormez because... He don't play. It look like he's the kind of person to be like, you know what? You know, you know, you can go take yourself and throw it in the river. Okay? Because I like his style, like his personality. And I really believe he was one of Selena Shrewitt's friends. All besides her fashion designer, he was also a really good friend of hers. And he said, I tried to tell her. And he said, she wouldn't listen to her father. He said, I knew. He said, I told her, Selena, I'm out. I'm gone. So, um, going back to, um, the story. So, um, they, they mentioned Yolanda said, and that, um, now she said she shot Selena on accident. We all know that's not true because like they say, to pull the trigger, it takes a lot of pressure. You just don't, the gun don't accidentally go off, but she said it accidentally went off. So, um, so she goes, um, she says to Selena in her own words, she said, I told her, um, you're my friend. I didn't do anything. Your father is against me and everybody don't like me, even your husband. And she says, Selena told her, no, you're fired. Um, we don't want anything else to do with you. But uh, Yolanda, I can give you a job, not here in America, but you could work in Mexico. She didn't want to do that because they say Abraham discussed that with her. He says, okay, you know what? We don't believe you. There's money missing. You can't show us proof. And Abraham say, you know, we even offer her a job in Mexico, but she didn't want to take it. She wanted to be close to Selena. She was, she was obsessed with Selena. So the gun goes off and God, oh, let me tell you, whew. The gun goes off and it hits Selena. Um, it hit an artery. Okay. And let me tell you something before I go. I mean, let me let me just let me just tell you this. I hope she does not, Yolanda, I hope she does not get parole. Okay? I hope she does not 2025. I hope she does not get parole. If I'm still alive, living and breathing, hopefully God, I pray and hope I am. When I live to see it. When they mention it on television or it comes up on, on the news or whatever, I hope Yolanda does not get parole. Let me tell you something. She was a registered nurse, okay? And she knows about the body, okay? She studied all of that when she went to school. All of that. All of that she studied. And you mean to tell me the gun went off on the accident and you knew exactly where to point that gun? Okay, to puncture her breathing, 
And they said when she hit her artery, they said Selena, you know, there was blood all over the door and Selena ran out and one of the witnesses said, and there was another witness said that Yolanda came out, Selena was running and she still was pointing the gun at Selena and she said, bitch. Okay? I said it because those were Yolanda words. They get named Saldava, but those were Yolanda Saldava words. She said, bitch. And Selena's blood was just all over the grass. They said she ran yards to the front lobby of the Days Inn Hotel. Now, they, there have been... Um, doctors and um, forensic science said that if Selena would have not lost a lot of blood because she was trying to get away from that animal murderer, Yolanda, if she would have not lost a lot of blood, they said that Selena could have lived. But this is the catch. Everyone, this is the catch that is listening to me, my podcast. Listen very closely and carefully. If Selena would have lived, they said her brain would have been a vegetable. Can you imagine? Selena's brain would have been a vegetable. They said she would not have been able to maybe talk the way she did and perform the way she did. Imagine her not being able, able to perform on stage the way that she did. And her beautiful <laughs> laugh. God, I love that laugh. I miss that laugh. Imagine that. Just for a second. Imagine, as they say in Hollywood, you wouldn't have been no good. Now, Selena lived and breathed singing, her performing. She loved to do her fashion designing with her hands and, you know, talk about it and make all these beautiful fashion clothes. And just imagine, or she could even give birth, like be a mother, because her brain's a vegetable. But what I really believe, God had a calling, and heaven had a calling, and they, God just said, you know what, come, it's, it's your time. Because you imagine, because she lost so much blood, and it went to her brain, they said, and it, it lost the oxygen, and even if she was on life support, and she would have came back, or no life support, and they said, okay, Selena lives, and her life is spared, and you, 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 we would just spend like, Wow. But I really believe that her husband, Chris, really loved her. He would have took care of her and her mom and dad and brother and sister and everyone around her. And we all would have just been so glad that she's alive and she didn't die. But she did. And I think sometimes um, when that happens, heaven called an angel. And because her suffering... I, I don't think, you know, because they said that, you know, you know when it's your time to go. And, and, you know, I don't know. I never died. And I don't know anyone who ever died and came back. And all I can say is that maybe when you die, you look and or or when your body, as they say, still here on earth and the other body is trying to go over to heaven a transform maybe you you look down and you see how helpless you are because I did see Selena autopsy photos and god that bullet is mm, I don't know if she was shot twice but I know she was shot once okay of course we all know that um she was shot once and oh my god it just it's horrible when you think about it and I would say this, I'm not a mom yet, but I, w- I just have to say this. If the doctor came to me and let's say I had a son or a daughter and the doctors say to me, um, your daughter or son is just not going to be good anymore. Um, and I see them lying there helpless. I, 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 maybe they're better off in heaven. Um, 
But if they don't know in their unconscious and they don't know or their brain is not functioning right or their body, I don't know. You know, how 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 would they want to survive? You know, would they want to still be here? I mean, if if they if they were to say the word to me, if I were mar- if I was married and my husband would say the word to me, well, I mean, oh God knows if I was married and my husband whoever I marry and he looked at me and he said I don't think I could do it because I mean I will marry for love definitely not money I will marry that person for love but I I could not just do it I would be like yeah you know what you're you're able to look at me and talk you're stuck with me for life and I think I probably would do that with my child I would be like you know mommy's gonna take care of you forever you know I don't care how old I get and I can't lift you no more. There's going to be someone coming to this home that's going to be able to lift you. And um, when I pass away, I would have it in my will where my child is taken care of by someone. But God, I don't want to talk about that. I don't have any kids yet. And uh, hopefully one day, as I mentioned before in my podcast, I will be a mother. But can you imagine, like, you just... Here, here it is. Let's say Selena parents had this girl, and she had this wonderful gift and spin on stage, and and was a role model to so many up and coming young girls and people and the world. And all of a sudden, she just gets shot by this coward, careless monster uh, named Yolanda, and you know she lives and she cannot do the things that she used to do but I think it was best that God called her home I really do and I really believe that she went to heaven because she was so innocent there's nothing bad on Selena that you can find and honestly I've never ever tried I just hear from other people I'm not a Google person. Like, oh, let me Google this person because I think this person is bad. Or let me, nah, 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 I'll find out for myself. You know, I now I I I must say that I will. You know, um, when it comes to getting involved with business with someone, um, you know, I will because that I want to know how. You know, if it's a modeling agency or a talent agency, I want to see how they do their other clients and what they're about and how long they've been in business and you know do they have anything um bad you know because I mean people like I said before in my first podcast or one of my podcasts people are going to talk and they're going to spread rumors and I don't listen to rumors I give people a shot and give things a chance and I find out for myself whether it's relationships or so on but yeah but um I have to say this, I love Selena, and I believe until the day I die, she will always be one of my favorite music artists of all time, and God rest her soul, and all of you Selena fans out there, God bless you too, and God bless you regardless anyways, and just um, take care of yourself, thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, You are all loved and wonderful, and you have a great day. Bye-bye now. Until next time.